Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Gen Zone Podcast. I'm your host, Reeves Jones. The Gen Zone Podcast will digest trending stories in college football and the NFL through my own personal takes and opinions. Thank you guys for listening today and I hope you enjoy. Back here on the Gen Zone, man, it feels good. Took a little hiatus there, kind of phased things out a little bit, um, you know, after football season kind of died down. But, you know, that was really just me, you know, looking back and being, okay, I kind of just want to dive into football stuff, you know, the NBA, whatever, MLB is going on. But personally, I just wasn't really enjoying, you know, trying to get into all that. But kind of going to run the same Gen Zone show, I'm launching an Instagram that I hope you guys are able to check out by now, but kind of going to run the same show with, you know, having guests on and trying to be, trying to be more consistent about it. It's definitely a, you know, a goal that I want to, I want to pick up on a little bit better because, you know, football's week by week. That's not too hard to do. You know, other sports, maybe I was a little bit too caught up in trying to do the day by day aspect, but no worries though. But this week's episode, it's just going to be me starting out about a year anniversary from you know, the first NFL and college football preview we did, but today I, today I just have prepared, I'm going to do all 32 teams in a power ranking, and then we're going to do a little bit of fantasy mock draft, and I'm going to share some uh, draft strategies that, you know, I think that if you're listening, can prepare you really well to win your league and have a really solid draft that you're really comfortable with and can advance with. Anyway, we're going to start with the power rankings first. So I'm going to do, I'm going to start from worst to Worst to first, I guess. So starting with team number thirty-two, this uh, the Arizona Cardinals. I almost said St. Louis there. I guess we're in the thick of baseball season. Arizona Cardinals. I mean, um, and oh, I need to you know precaution before I get in. I made a few notes and you know just pretty broad off-season views from most of the teams. So if I say you know O-line or D-line loss, I mean that's just because I. You know, I'm not going to go super in depth with the players. I'm not a, I'm not a scout. I don't know their best abilities, but it's just whatever areas the team addressed. You know, obviously I'll name the big names and you know, big weapons on both sides of the ball. But just when I say O line, D line, just understand that's just um, pretty broad. But okay, so Cardinals. I mean, looking at my notes here, I mean they hired a new coach, Jonathan Gannon. Really have no idea who he is or what to expect. Cardinals have been a fire shoe. Their owners garbage um kyler murray has absolutely no help now i this team is tanking once again and only benefit was you know ripping off the texans for that number three overall pick or number two overall pick or yeah number three sorry my mistake but got paris johnson that's it whatever they're 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 gonna be really bad number 31 i have the bucks you know tom brady's out aging all around the ball i mean Baker Mayfield's playing quarterback. Maybe Kyle, maybe Kyle Trask from Florida will come in there a little bit. But, I mean, when you get older in football and, you know, you're not really addressing and you lose a bunch of guys, um, it's just going to be a hangover in Tampa. You know, you had your years of Brady, but it's, it's going to be a rough year. Indianapolis Colts are at 30. Anthony Richardson, raw prospect. I mean, he... Didn't win a ton in college, but, you know, has the upside and to, to be one of the greats. So, I mean, not not greats, but be one of the better guys in his class, in my opinion. I mean, 
he's going to have to really develop here. I mean, he's going to be very raw at first. It's, it's going to be tough for the Colts to get anything going. But I like to hire Shane Steichen from the Eagles. Uh, dynamic offense over there. I think, uh, you know, offensive-minded coach is definitely the way to go. Number 29, I have the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, lost, you know, the big names. You got no more Ramsey, Wagner, Leonard Floyd, Scott. I mean, it's just, it's just going to be tough. You know, you go all in with all a cap and you pay the guys you have and you can control it, but you get older and things change. So, I mean, McVay, you know, he was hesitant even to come back into the loop. So there's question marks all around there. But, you know, one of the things I'll touch on in the fantasy sections is I still really like Cooper Cup and uh, Matt Stafford. I don't I don't think there's any denying their production. I think if Cup stays healthy, their offense can, you know, manage to get some points up. But it's a big loss of personnel for the Rams. So I have them at 29. 28, Houston Texans, you know, number number two, number three overall picks, Stroud and Will Anderson. Um, they hired D'Amico Ryan's defensive head coach. I mean, he's a beast, hype man, g- good uh, locker room guy. But, you know, I lean more towards offensive-minded coaches per se. But, that I mean, they they made some splash free agency. Robert Woods, I mean, he's pretty old, but, you know, could be good for, you know, guys like John Mechie in the locker room. Uh, Dalton Schultz picked up. He's pretty dynamic for the Cowboys. Uh, Jimmy Ward. Uh, but did lose Brandon Cooks, so there's gonna be some. Uh, Damian Pierce is still around too, but a lot of raw offensive weapons in this with with C.J. Stroud. So it's gonna take a few years for uh, him to get going. Uh, number twenty eight, no, uh, twenty seven, I think. Yeah, twenty seven. I have the Titans. Will Levis. I mean, what in the world? Uh, not sure what to expect there. I mean, he could pop. You know, he's, he can throw the ball really well. But, I mean, this Titans offense is just so stagnant stagnant that it's it's pretty tough to watch. I mean, when you have a coach like Mike Vrabel, of course, that's what to expect. But Derrick Henry's going to get – he's getting older, more beat up, taking more hits. Just signed DeAndre Hopkins. That's a little bit of boost to offense um, alongside Traylon Burks. But – you know, the trenches, you know, offensive line and defense line have always been key with Vrabel and you know, they they're gonna have they're gonna have that pretty set up on, on both sides of the ball. So they're gonna be a trenches team, but there's just no pop to this team, so you know, they're in the bottom tier. Twenty six, not too far behind them is the Patriots. I mean, we they signed Juju, Mike Isecki, they're trying to address the offense, but I mean Bill check offense, Mac Jones. I mean, there's, it's just hard to watch. Same as the Titans deal. I mean, they they drafted their first three rounds were on defensive picks. I mean, Bill check. I think he's just a little bit aged out of the league at this point. They're in a very tough division now, included with, you know, the Jets adding Rodgers. I think this is gonna be a tough year, and you know, a year that Bill check might want to forget and perhaps maybe and retire after so that could be a bold thing that happens at the end of the season no doubt right behind the right in front of the Patriots have the Giants Giants I mean I just think they're due they're a they're a negative regression candidate I think that you know the way they their offense started clicking was kind of just strange I mean they they got by they you know had the most fourth quarter comebacks or they're down a bunch in games. That's just not sustainable. Um, 
you know, duplicate seasons with changing personnel. I mean, they locked up Danny, uh, Daniel Jones. Saquon recently is yesterday. And got Darren Waller. So, I mean, they're making offensive additions, but the receiving core is, is very, very vacated. I'm I'm just not buying into this, this team. I think they're, you know, just a regression candidate, in my opinion. Right in front of the Giants, you know, same division. Got We got Washington. You know, this is a team with a lot of question marks. I think, you know, fellow Tar, Tar Heel Sam Howell is expected to get the reins, at least. I mean, we'll see how camp goes, but just... This is just a you know toxic organization. They just sold a team, which you know is a little bit of a bright spot, no doubt. Goodbye, Dan Snyder. I know Washington folks are pretty happy about that, but I just I'm also not big on Ron Rivera. I, you know, longtime Panthers coach, thought it loved him then, but he just seems to also kind of same deal as Belichick. You know, obviously there's a little bit of an age group difference, but not a ton. That it's just not a it's an offensive league now, and those guys are big on defense and a little bit more old school for my liking. So I'm not big on him, but they did add Eric Bieniemy, So they're giving him the reins to the offense, and I trust that guy because of what, he, what he's done and how he developed Patrick Mahomes. So I'm hoping, you know, as a you know, Tar Heel fan, that he can do the same with Sam Howell, and they have offensive weapons. Brian Robinson, McLaurin, Jahan Dotson's a really, really intriguing guy in fantasy drafts. But... I just think this team is just not offensive. So I have them at, I think, 25 or 24. So now we're on to 23. And I've got my hometown Carolina Panthers. Bryce Young, big splash in the draft. I felt that, you know, it was very necessary to do so. You know, I can't go through another year as a Panthers fan cycling between Bridgewater, Darnold, and literally, absolutely like PJ Walker. I mean, it's, it's finally good to see some stability at least. In that aspect, um, they added Thielen, Hayden Hurst, you know, Frank Reich, Miles Sanders. So I mean, they made some big splashes. Got Von Bell. Um, so, I mean, they're, you know, when you add a lot in free agency, you typically improve. So I like the Panthers. They can beat up t- on teams like the Bucks, and, you know, hopefully split, if not better, with, you know, the Falcons and Saints, which, you know, typically happens. So, I mean, not, not expecting a ton of success, but, you know, Bryce Young developmental year on the way. Right in front of them, I was the Raiders, you know, just given, you know, a little bit more experience, quarterback and offense personnel. Jimmy G, I mean, very, very unusual trade, but reunited with Josh McDaniels. This guy knows what he's doing. Um, with Garoppolo, they signed Jacoby Myers to Big Bucks, uh, which is kind of questionable. He never really popped in New England. But so you got Michael Meyer from Georgia. No. Michael Myers from Notre Dame, my mistake. And Austin Hooper, they added to the linebacker and cornerback and core. But, I mean, this team's going to finish. They're going to be last in the in the AFC West. I mean, you lose Derek Carr, maybe, you know, I don't think, I'm not big on Derek Carr, but I don't think Garoppolo without Shanahan is going to really, really pop like he did in, in uh, the Bay Area. Right in front of the Raiders, I have the Packers. And we are at number 21 right now. So almost a third of the way through. Power rankings here. Uh, Jordan Love season. You know, Rodgers era is over now. Uh, that's big. That's big. Uh, Love and LaFleur. You know, you'd have to think at this point they, they're going to have a solid relationship. They're going to have to get along well. They're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to know what they're doing is basically what I'm saying. 
So I trust that chemistry a little bit better than, you know, other teams per se. They lost on the D-line, and, you know, they lost in the wide receiving core. But look for Christian Watson, you know, a guy who made some really spectacular plays last year, big touchdown plays, to do it all over again and, you know, take advantage of, you know, a division, in my opinion, that's up for grabs still. I mean, I'm not saying the Pan- the Packers can do it, but Lions, Bears, Vikings, I mean, that is it's kind of all over the place. Don't know what to expect from all those teams. So, yeah, on, on that note, going going ahead with the Steelers uh, at 20. So, brick crack, just cracked open in the, in the next third of teams. Steelers, I mean, we got, I mean, Pickett, do we really think that he's going to enter into a sophomore breakout? You know, similar to Trevor Lawrence. I know that's, that's, a, tough, that's a rough comparison, but, you know, uh, uh, Steelers fans are going to have to be expecting that. He's going to have to pop, you know, coming after Big Ben. He's gonna to have to come come strong. You got Deontay Johnson, Najee, you know a lot of the guys you had last year. Um, they got O line help. Got Patrick Peterson. So I don't know. I trust Mike Tomlin more than anything, but I mean they're not their their offense isn't gonna be anything. Right in front of the Steelers at nineteen, I have the Falcons, and this is a team that you know I've been seeing a lot of buzz about. You know Bijan Robinson. You know, he's going to be the focal point of their offense. You know, he's going to be a first-round, maybe second-round fantasy draft pick in your league, and he's going to get the workload. You know, Arthur Smith, Titans, you know, could be very similar to a Derrick Henry workload, depending on pass-catching duties. But I also like Tyler Algier a lot. Um, but, you know, I really hate about this team is the quarterback play. And, you know, I'll, I'll shine on it when we get <laughs> we get to some improved quarterbacks in these power rankings that – you know, it really matters, and it's going to catch up to Ritter if he's playing quarterback. I mean, they're not going to win games because of him. Um, that's just un, unre- unreasonable. So that's why the Falcons get such a downgrade. If their quarterback play does not play, they're they're going to be awful. So um, got the Falcons there. Right after the Falcons, I have the, the Bears, actually. Justin Fields, I mean, this team arguably is one of the best or the most improved teams on both sides of the ball. Obviously, you know, the number trade for the number one pick, um, you know, Bryce Young, and then it kind of exchanged for DJ Moore and picks, and they used those picks pretty wisely. You know, um, dynamic play, Justin Fields, running quarterback, you know, could have a similar type offensive year as Hurts, maybe not as, you know, definitely not as valuable, but, you know, he's going to get you those rushing numbers, which is, you know, highly valuable and highly dynamic for an NFL offense. Um, DJ Moore helps a ton. Um, they acquired uh, Terrell Edmonds, um, linebacker helps. That, that's, that was a big move. And they got O-line help in the draft. Um, so Fields definitely needs that. But like I said, that division, NFC North, you know, it's up for grabs. So I kind of like the Bears offense and defense to both improve. But we will see. At 17 of the Broncos. <laughs> This team screwed me over pretty bad in, you know, the, I guess the year anniversary of the June zone. I saw big things for the Broncos with Russell Wilson heading in, but, you know, clearly that he was awful. And um, I don't know why I ever tried to buy into Russell Wilson's hype because I've never been a fan at all. But I am a Sean Payton fan, no doubt. And they gave up a lot. So, you know, they're going to have to improve. That's, that's the only way I see fit. Russell Wilson, you know, 
maybe this this helps. Maybe he can build some confidence, but I mean he's at the bottom of the totem pole in confidence right now. You'd have to expect. Uh, but they 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 added some big guys. Mike McGlinchey, lineman from San Francisco, that helps a ton. But they did lose some guys in the D line. They added Samaje P. Ryan from the Bengals to go alongside Jamonte Williams. So I mean, their offense is going to be relatively the same, not if not upgraded. You know, on the line and with P. Ryan, and you know, obviously you got Sutton and Judy. But I mean, this team like it's all about Russell Wilson and his confidence. If Peyton can you know do what he did with Breeze, you know, similar uh, stature of quarterback, then you know we can expect better things, not you know great things. But I expect the Broncos uh, to improve. I'm not going to give any higher on them. Um, <laughs> and then at 16, I have the Minnesota Vikings. You know, this is the luckiest team last year. You know, just. And what happened? Bills game, Colts game. I mean, whatever. They they're do they're a regression candidate alongside the Giants. That's kind of ironic, given that you know both those teams been in the playoffs last year. But I mean, they have the best receiver in the NFL, and Justin Jefferson. When you have the best offensive weapon, you're going to win games solely because of him. And maybe that's why they got a little lucky last year because he was making spectacular grabs and torching defenses. Who knows? But. They released Dalvin Cook. Uh, Alexander Madison's got the role duty. That's a little bit unusual to me. I just, I, I really love Dalvin. You know, he's always a guy targeted in fantasy drafts. I love his game. Um, he's so quick and agile, but hopefully a team picks him up soon. Um, but they added Brian Flores to help that defense, which I think is going to be massive. And they added Mark Stavenport. And obviously, you know, Jordan Addison, you know, Belenikoff winner at, at Pitt. And was you know Caleb Williams sidekick last year? No, he was uh, allegedly going, or he was going 140, but allegedly was going to had an emergency with his dog. So um, we'll see what that happens. But that he and Jefferson could be really, really good together. Um, and then at 15, before we enter the second half, I have the Cleveland Browns. I think this is a team, and you know, I think this is a team that is really flying under the radar. With Deshaun Watson, you know, you're going you're gonna to have that rusty year. You know, you came in midseason. When he gets a full camp, full preparation, full offense, full personnel, I think he can really thrive. I mean, he was great on the Texans. I think this this year can be a really refresher, and he can really fly on a radar. And, you know, when you're doing that with Amari Cooper and now Elijah Moore and Nick Chubb, I mean – this offense has r- really high potential, in my opinion, um, and I look for them to put up a lot of points. I know it gets a little cold, and you know, in the later months in Cleveland, but the September October months, you know, start of the season, I expect them to put up a ton of points, um, and kind of give that uh, AFC North AFC North division a little bit of run for their money with uh, with headliners of Lamar and Burrow. But regardless, that's my first half right there. I'll run back through it. So I had Cardinals, and you know this is worst of worst to middle. So thirty-two to fifteen right now. Um, Cardinals, Bucks, Colts, Rams, Texans, Titans, Patriots, Giants, Commanders, Panthers, Raiders, Packers, Steelers, Falcons, Bears, Broncos, Vikings, Browns. Take a little break, and I'm gonna come back at fourteen and go fourteen to one. And just as a heads up, before I go into the fourteen teams. I decided not to talk about any fantasy. I know I mentioned that earlier, but just keep that episode short. I'm just going to 
stick with the power rankings for now and make that this episode's topic solely. But, you know, starting there, 14, you know, we've got the Saints. Their cars in town now, easy division to work through. I mean, it's not my favorite, but, you know, they're a good, good middle-of-the-pack team here. I mean, you have the most qualified QB in the division if you're looking at Desmond Ritter, Bryce Young, Baker Mayfield. So, I mean, you should win the division with the best quarterback, you'd think. Um, but they're they're getting older. I mean, you know, a lot of their star players are getting older. Kamara, I mean, we might see Michael Thomas on the field, probably not. But Chris Olave, I mean, he he's he's gonna break out. I really like what what he can do, what he did last season. So definitely, you know, he and Derek Carr should get off on the right foot. But thirteen Seahawks. So Seahawks, you know, you know really blew teams out of the water last year. Really showed up. Geno Smith kind of came out of nowhere. Really, really underdog you know, for much of this season, fun team to root for, and, you know, they've only gotten better. They've added, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba to bolster that wide receiving core with DK and Tyler Lockett. Um, they've made the defensive upgrades, added Devin Bush from the Steelers. Uh, Bobby Wagner's back. Julian Love, the safety. Um, they've, they've just, they've improved. They're, they're buying at the right time. You know, they can take advantage of, you know, the NFC West, which, you know, from the star already has two of the worst teams in the Cardinals and Rams. So, you know, that you'd think that's four wins right off the bat, but this team should fly offensively. Hopefully Gino can replicate what he did last year. At twelve of the Lions, same kind of thing. Pretty potent offense at, at times last year. Really fun to watch with Jared Goff and um, you know, guys like Amon Ross, St. Brown and Dan Campbell, obviously. Um, division has a lot of question marks. You know, they could you know, Packers, we don't know what they're going to look like. Vikings, really. And Bears, you know, obviously were the last worst team last year. So, lots, you know, it's always a tough division, but definitely one they can compete in. Add Jameer Gibbs, you know, good pass catching back from Bama. Quick guy. First rounders should get a lot of looks. Um, secondary upgrades, you got um, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Um, Emmanuel Mosley, who's a, who I thought's a pretty intriguing signing. So, yeah, Lions at 12, like that there. Chargers at 11 is a, is a really team I like, kind of like a post-sleeper hype team. Uh, has, has had the high expectations, but have kind of, you know, they're playing down this year a little bit, I think. They're under people's radar, but, you know, Justin Herbert, I think, got the bag this offseason, you know, knows what he, he has to do to get that get this team in the playoffs, and I think he's he's he and the Chargers are in for a big year. I think they can, they can really shock – shock people in the AFC West, and um, I, I want them to succeed. I mean, adding Quentin Johnson, he's an offensive rookie of the year candidate. Um, Keenan Allen, I mean, they're they're still stacked. Eckler, I mean, they're stacked on offense, and this is the year. This is make or break 100%, at least for Brandon Staley, their head coach, you'd have to imagine. But I like the Chargers here at 11 with a lot of upside. At the 10, at 10, I have Jags, you know, maybe they're a little bit ahead of the Chargers, Due to how bad their division is going to be, same kind of deal. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is sending talent in the NFL. Calvin Ridley's on offense is, is running routes for him now. They lost some pieces on the O line, and you know their defensive depth isn't quite that strong. So I mean, there's you know we have to keep in mind like these teams with that are younger, they're not going to have that depth that you know the Eagles or Chiefs are going to have around the ball where they just have developed for years and years. That you know it's going to there's going to be some growing pain still. So don't don't expect it, expect the Jaguars to you know 
blow every team out of the water, as some might expect this year. But I like the Jags at 10. At 9 of the Jets, you know, the Hard Knocks team. Um, I've watched episode one and saw the preseason game, <laughs> unfortunately, on Saturday against the Panthers. But it's Rodgers Rogers and Wilson duo. I mean, uh, Zach Wilson actually looked pretty good. Uh, he's definitely probably molding a little bit better into that backup role. But, you know, it's, it's Rodgers and Garrett Wilson, too. Um, that's a that's that's gonna be a huge fantasy duo in my opinion. At least you know as long as getting Garrett Wilson like the second round would be fantastic for owners and obviously Mikkel Harmon, Alan Lazar, Randall Cobb. I mean it's a it's Packers 2.0, but they got Rodgers' guy making him feel comfortable and of course that defense is gonna run very well with Robert Sala. So I got the Jets at nine. Uh, at eight I got the Cowboys. You know. Same kind of deal as the Chargers, make or break. I mean, a lot of things could shake up here if things don't go well. Dak McCarthy run a very strong offense. Really like what I'm seeing there year after year. Uh, Brandon Cooks making that, making the errors on the team now. He's going to be a deep threat, you know, but he's getting older. He's getting older. But And then they added Stephon Gilmore and Mozzie Smith uh, from Michigan, who's an absolute just beast in the trenches. So, this defense, you know, can play like they've played, and I don't know. It's just the Cowboys. It might be a little cursed, but I've got them high because you know they really got to get, really got to get stuff done this year. At seven, I have the Ravens. You know, Lamar finally got paid. He's ready to go. Um, Todd Monken, new OC from Georgia, is in here, and apparently Lamar's gonna be throwing it a little bit more. And I, I like to see that. You know, Lamar throws a good ball, especially deep ball. Keep him healthy. Keep him on the field because uh, you know. Clearly, without him, as we saw last year, they're they're not very efficient with with him off the field. Added OBJ, Zay Flowers from Boston College in the draft, but uh, you know lost some veterans. But you know overall, trust Harbaugh and what he can do with this team. Um, I like the Ravens at seven to be a you know competitive team as they have been. At six, I like the Dolphins. You know, probably the fastest team in the NFL. Probably the most you know modern offense with Mike Mike McDaniel just. Throwing whatever you whatever he can at you, added James, James, Jalen Ramsey who just got banged up a couple weeks ago in training camp, but is expected to be good to go. Added, you know, paid big bucks for Vic Fangio, a defensive coordinator, really trying to, you know, lock up both sides of the ball. There's a lot of question marks at uh, tight end following Mike Gesicki's departure, but they really didn't use him effectively um, last year, so nothing to be worried about there. A key guy to look for on the, the uh, Dolphins here, just lastly, is Devin Shane, a running back, quick guy, has some upside. You know, if you see some injuries early on, this guy could, you know, start seeing some reps and really explode as a rookie. Um, and, but uh, at five, you know, moving the top five here, I have uh, the San Francisco 49ers, you know, weak division. Quarterback questions, is it going to be Trey Lance or Sam Darnold? I mean, do we I, – I, do we know? I – Probably prefer, or you know, we're not even thinking about Brock Purdy here either. I mean, it'll be interesting to see who comes out and starts. But you know, the biggest thing is that they have the best roster in a weak division. You know, same as I said with Seattle. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna beat up on the Rams and Cardinals with no doubt. And you know, when you have that talented of a defense and roster, I mean, it's it's really hard to you know stand in their way. And they run, Shanahan runs such a good show, but. You know, they did lose Mike McGlinchey on the offensive line. It's a big loss, but, um, I mean, everywhere else, you know, the line's probably going to be a little bit shaky, which is scary, you know, as much as they like to run the ball. But I trust Shanahan big time. Uh, four, 
I like the Bills. You know, Diggs now and had some controversy over over a girl, maybe. Who knows? Heard a lot of different things, but hopefully that's cleared up. You know, they, they need to go out here and win. But, you know, no more Leslie Frazier. They kind of fired him, made him resign kind of deal. He was the defensive coordinator, so he's out. A little bit changes there. No more Terrell Edmonds. Uh, beast linebacker they had for a while. So, I mean, this it's either the Bills are cursed or they're just so due for a good year. But now with the Jets, you know, stepping up, they're really going to have to bring it in that uh, AFC East division. So, I trust Josh Allen and Diggs, but if they can't get, you know, their quarrel straight, we're gonna, it's, it's going to be a long year for Bills fans. But, you know, I, Bills are going to be a powerhouse. Bills at four. Three, I like the Bengals. You know, Burrow did go down. Uh, in training camp, um, but I think I trust that he'll be back, ready to go, and healthy. Um, hopefully by week one. Not sure the timeline there, but they lost safety depth, which is concerning with losses of Von Bell and Jesse Bates. You know, Jesse Bates is an All Pro, um, but they're an offensive juggernaut in this league. That's I love that, and you know when you have Burrow throwing the ball to T Higgins, Jamar Chase. I mean, so many different weapons. Joe Mixon. Um, who you know might be on the suspended list, but we're not we're not sure yet. Um, but yeah, more importantly, it's gonna be how this defense responds and can adapt. You know, their AFC North, they're gonna come and hit you in the mouth. So I like the Bengals at three, two. I got the Eagles. You know, this might be the most overall talented roster in the NFL. You know, a rising top seven five quarterback. In my opinion, and Jalen Hurts is gonna, you know, hopefully carry this team for the next decade or so. Uh, added DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny. Um, they do have the best line in football, but it it is an old O line. Um, we we got to think about that. I mean, they have did Lane Johnson. I mean, these guys have been out, been around forever. Jason Kelsey. Uh, so injuries may show up along the line. That's just part of the deal, though, with every team, but. They lost some guys in the D-line. Javon Hargrave exited to San Francisco. So, you know, they lost guys. You know, they I, there were headlines circling around the Super Bowl that, you know, they're going to lose, you know, seven out of their 11 defense starters and stuff. But, you know, I really trust this team. And, you know, they have momentum now. And I think they're going to be a dominant, dominant force in the NFC that's still relatively weak. So I like the Eagles at two. And, you know, they are, they honestly might have the best roster. Um, just from talent-wise, up there with San Fran at least. Um, and then at one, number one, you know, we have the Chiefs. They have the best quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. But, you know, it's it's going to be another kind of transition year. They're, the receiving core is a little down. You know, they still want a Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill. But, you know, they really don't have that star guy, um, you know, maybe like they had uh, with Tyreek. But I know they have Kelsey, who's, you know, getting older. I'm preaching age a good bit on this on this episode, but it you know it does matter because when guys that age thirty plus season you know they're not as productive. Chiefs lost Orlando Brown, uh, lost Juju Mikol. So I mean that you know Hardman was a big guy that you know one of Mahomes' downfield guys that he lost, but you know the Chiefs you know did draft well, drafted Rasheed Rice out of SMU. I think I might be wrong there. That's a total guess. Um, lost Frank Clark on defense. Uh, Chris Jones is still to be signed. He's he wants that big thirty million dollar um, D tackle money that Aaron Donald received a few years ago. So this team's you know their question marks are gonna be like who's really gonna step up in receiver 
Is it going to be Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, who was supposed to be pretty, pretty studly last year, or is it just going to be Kelsey carrying the load as per usual? But you know, I like where the Chiefs are at and just how they have the best quarterback in the NFL, undisputed. But regardless, you know, that's my that's my top thirty-two right now. Power rankings entering. You know, I guess we played one preseason game at this point, um, but I still like where I'm at. You know, injuries can always pop up, but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Pretty good year. Um, but, yeah, it should be good. Um, so, as far as the top 14 teams, I, again, I have uh, Saints at 14, Seattle at 3 or 13, Detroit Lions at 12, Chargers at 11, Jaguars at 10, Jets at 9, Cowboys at 8, Ravens at 7, Dolphins at 6, Niners at 5, and Bills at 4, followed by the top three at the Bengals at three, Eagles at two, Chiefs at one. Thank you, guys. That should be it for the NFL Power Rings. You know, glad to be posting back here for the fall, but really excited. So thanks for listening.